what you believe is what you got. Like it or not, come on, let's give it a shot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's Nitrack Mind. This is Nitrack Mind with Kent Matthew and Awful Kenzie coming to you with the best, the latest, the most controversial and ostentatious topics in the world. Welcome back, you guys. This week, we're going to be talking about unemployment during the pandemic. Um, we're also going to speak a little bit on, you know, how the government has been handling uh, the unemployment rate during the pandemic. And so I think it's a convenient episode considering I am recently unemployed. Oh, my gosh. I can't say that I'm unemployed. I'm not working like a full-time job, so I don't really, I can't resonate with that. But why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your recent experience? I mean, I did not get laid off for this like typical, you know, business slowed down, et cetera, et cetera. I got laid off the Monday before Christmas because I was participating in the general strike and they like, they fired me like the first day, like within a couple of hours of me not being there. Yeah. They were on it. Um, I know you mentioned before that they were trying to get you to like, they were trying to promote you and all that stuff. So I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Like it kind of triggered something or. I was, I mean, look, I had, to be fair, I had been giving them a headache recently a lot about, you know, I had been pressing for little things, but things that were important to me. And yeah, they wanted to give me a promotion and a raise and a transfer package out to Dallas, Texas. And I was like, that sounds great, but can I get raises for the warehouse personnel first? Can I get stools for them to sit on? Can I get water on a regular basis? Can I get access to our own air conditioning? You know, like little things. Which all seem fair to me. <laughs> right. And but like unreasonable. So yeah. Anyway, so I had been giving them headaches about stuff like that. Like I had been pressing them about stuff. And then they flew me out to Dallas to kind of press me for this promotion. And I once again told them I'm happy to take the position, but I need to see A, B, and C done first. And, you know, they sent me back to San Diego. I worked, like I waited to get a COVID test and then I went back to work and then you know, like the next week I ended up getting fired. So oh wow. they obviously did not need the give me the promotion that bad. They were just going to throw money at me, which almost made me more mad that they weren't willing to give raises out. It's because it's like, you guys just got money to blow. That is so corporate America <laughs> for you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. See, okay. So 2020 pan, like when, when the pandemic started, I know a lot of people were having, issues with losing their jobs and such so when the initial lockdown happened um so i don't know who knows what i do for a living but i do work on tv shows that's like my main job but i wasn't really doing that much at the early 2020 and when covid hit obviously the whole tv world shut down 
the whole entire industry shut down. So I had that. And then I was working at the uh, 24 hour fitness gym and that shut down as well. And so the only source of income I had was working at a little uh, hamburger restaurant and they kept me on and I was only working like two days a week, but I can't, obviously nobody can live on just two days of work for to support a whole living so what did I have to do I had to go on unemployment so the general manager at the gym recommended that I apply for unemployment because initially he said that I was going to be on a leave of absence and so I thought that that meant that I was going to be paid by the company for, you know, X amount of weeks, because of course, when this all started, it was only supposed to be a f- like a couple of weeks. And then it, you know, obviously expanded to almost, we're in the 10th month now. We're so still going and who knows? It's never ending. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so it ended up being, I was on a leave of ab- a leave of absence, but I only got paid for one week. So it's like, I, had to you know jump on that right away because how I needed to like pay bills and rent and whatever so I filled out the application I got all that done right away and it still took me about six months to receive I'm sorry six weeks to receive anything and everybody's different so it's not like I can sit here and say that I mean, six weeks seems to be about average, but I know people that didn't get a penny for like months. So I don't know how it works for everybody, but I do know that that's unfair. And I know that, you know, I'm lucky in what I, I, I'm grateful for what I have. And I know that other people out there have it worse than I do. So six weeks compared to some other people is nothing. Whereas people may have kids or, uh, you know, higher paying obligations than I do. So it really sucks. That's, I mean, I don't know, like the government is just obviously corrupt, but it's very unorganized. So as far as the EDD goes, and it's not like you can call these people (laughs) because there's like nobody working it's all an automated system where you have to go online and do whatever so it's just it's very unbecoming and it's very like unprofessional and it's annoying and it's unfair to hard-working americans i a hundred percent agree i think the government is just failing at their job i mean a government's job is to take care of the people not the country or the state um, the people are the country, the people are the state. So if they can't take care of that, that's the bare minimum. And they're not doing that, not even in the slightest. And I still obviously haven't heard anything about my unemployment, but I've only been laid off since like, you know, a few days before the 25th of December. Right. So, then- you know, I'm obviously on the like recent end in terms of filing and actually getting approved and then actually seeing anything come from that. And the numbers of how many people... And that's are, if you get approved. Right. The number of people now that are on unemployment, that are on unemployment, are severely lower than what it was when this all started because it was like millions and now it's like 1.5 million, which is still a lot of people, but it's calmed down uh, 
a lot because you know jobs are coming back i know like restaurants are open but for a while they were open outside that shut down in la at least i don't know about the rest of the country and i know like some states have where you could you know eat inside and stuff so and, and i know that the cases are not as bad and i know that in la it's one of the worst cities to that has like the highest cases and stuff so as far as like restaurants are open but only for takeout and i know that's the worst of the worst so and i i don't know about small businesses but i think a lot of them are you know hanging on by a thread i mean honestly i feel like whenever i go outside in san diego it feels like it aside from the fact that like there are people around who are wearing masks there are enough people around still out and about just kind of like doing their normal stuff that it almost feels like there isn't a pandemic but that being said there's like hair salons that are closed nail salons that are closed you know like these people that are out and about are like going shopping or going to like you know get fast food or like you know, stuff like that. Like you said, eat, like go grab takeout or something like that. But it, they are, are I f- do feel like a lot of people out. Yeah. And I will um, say this kind of like doesn't have anything to do with unemployment, but the restaurant that I work at, like sometimes people like the tables that are outside for us, uh, they're closed and you can clearly see that they're close because the tables are on top of each other, but sometimes people still like try and sneak to eat outside. So that frustrates me. Uh, And it's like, we need to get out of this and that's just definitely not helping. Um, So going back to unemployment, like (laughs) I know about the influx and you know, I know that like I know that they were bombarded with everybody, but that's still they should have, you know, stepped up and helped, you know, more. And that first stimulus that we got, it took two months for that to (laughs) come into play. And I I appreciate it. I used it as needed. But for a lot of people, that was nothing. And it just it sucks that it took eight months to get another one i have not gotten mine yet just because of a tax issue and i'll be getting that fixed as soon as i file this year so but i know like a lot of people got it but it's six hundred dollars and i don't feel like that's nearly enough to support anything for anybody (laughs) maybe one a couple bills or some groceries I didn't, yeah, I didn't even get that, but I'm not, look, I, the reality is like, I'm back living with my parents, so I'm not really, like, I would rather it go, if, if I'm not even getting it, I'm hoping to God that it's just going to somebody who needs it, you know what I mean? Because like, I know I don't need it. I'm going to survive without like the extra $600. It would be nice, but like, I would rather just have like steady money as opposed to hoping and praying that my government can like scrape together some crumbs for me yeah i i see (laughs) that and i totally agree like i'm not gonna lie i did need it after a little after christmas just because i spent a lot on you know for my family and stuff like that but 
at the end of the day, I'm back working on shows and stuff now, and I'm doing what I need to do to earn money. So I'm getting back up on the track. So a couple weeks to suffer in January is not that bad, but I'll get over it. Uh, I know that there's a lot of people that suffer more than I do. It's just, it's all temporary. And that's what I tell myself. And that's what I encourage other people to say and think as well, that it's all temporary. It'll get better. Yeah. I mean, I had like a full mental breakdown, so I didn't really have a choice, but Um, (laughs) (laughs) there was no real choice. I like had to move in with my parents and also I was broke and couldn't afford rent anymore. So like it is what it is, but it's like I have somebody I can move in with. Not everybody has that and not everybody like $600 isn't enough to afford rent in San Diego. I know it's not enough to afford rent in LA. Oh no. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know who they're thinking they're helping with $600. Like, it's nice. Thanks. But like, where's the rest? Also, it's been months. We're going on years. (laughs) (laughs) As far as the $600 go for unemployment, that's what the additional tact was for the initial payment. So it was the whatever you would earn weekly plus an additional $600. Now, when that happened, I was happy because I was able to pay my bills. I ended up paying off my car, both of my car payments, uh, and I got rid of both of those cars. And I'm very grateful for that because it allowed me to lower the, the amount of debt that I have. And I was very grateful for that. And then obviously they took it away. I was going to say, didn't they change it? Yeah. So they took it away after a few months and then it went from 600 to 300. And then that lasted a whole nother like month. And then (laughs) they just got rid of it and it was just your base pay. And I could not pay my bills on that. So I was very frustrated it was it was a hard time. I think this was around August, September, mm-hmm. when I was having some hard times last year, and that those months were not good for me. And luckily, I was able to go back to work around that time, working on TV shows. So that definitely saved my life. I mean, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Honestly, I'm glad that you're able to like find something, an outlet. Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of people that I talk to about like the extra $600 are saying, oh, it's not too difficult for the country. They could just go print money and stuff like that. I don't really understand <laughs> that just because of the fact that I know, yeah, I, I don't understand it because I know the country is in lots of debt, like trillions of dollars. So I don't get it. I'm not. I mean, yeah, but like money is based on what? Exactly. Like it's only the value is what we put into it as like my roommate actually says that (laughs) he's like money in your bank is not real. That's what he always (laughs) says. And I just laugh. I know it's true. It's funny. It's I mean, like it's true to an extent. Like I agree. I think money is just like a social construct, but I think most things are. It's all electronic, especially for the bank. (laughs) Um, Yeah, most of it is like legitimately. Isn't that how the stock market crashed? I don't know anything about the stock market. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just move on. Um, Anyways. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely we, our government has the money. 
they definitely have it. They just are oh, yeah. putting it into the wrong, um, wrong hands. like departments. Yeah, yeah. They're allocating it into the wrong areas, especially when we're in the middle of a pandemic that has been going on for over a year. You know, like they should be, you would think that at this point, somebody would have gone, maybe we should stop funding the military people so much for like building things. And we just, and we just fund like people surviving. Well, thank God that we had a a switch in presidency and maybe (laughs) we'll see some light at the end of the tunnel. Let's hope for that. One thing I will say is I was very happy to know that eviction notices and people paying rent, they had some leniency on that. So I know here in LA, I don't know. I I don't know. I actually don't know about the whole country. I'm pretty sure it's like this all around. But uh, if you didn't pay your rent, they can't throw you out. And I mean, they've been evicting people. They've been evicting people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when you when this happened. Like this obviously, like, this I'm was a couple weeks after. This was like a couple weeks after, like the pandemic and stuff like that. I feel like they've been evicting people still. Oh wow, I haven't heard any stories, but they shouldn't <laughs> be. They shouldn't be doing that because I know it's illegal. At least here it is. I heard actually, I did hear one story. Regardless, it sucks that they are. Um. They definitely shouldn't be like they should just cancel rent, cancel student loans, all the stuff that you would normally have to pay back to the government or that somebody else would have like a mortgage, right? A mortgage payment is not what landlords are paying off anyways. Yeah. Like nine and times out of 10. Student so. loans. And I know that takes like years and years to pay back. Like my grandma paid hers off like 10 years before she died. And then my roommate has his and he's. Uh, what like 41 now so and he it's been almost 20 years since he was in school so that obviously is a lot of debt so yeah my sister-in-law's got a whole fuck ton she's a nurse and she's like yeah she's yeah it sucks so it's just like cancel that you're gonna save a whole lot of people who otherwise you know may not need like the first of all putting money back into people's pocket is gonna stimulate your stupid fucking economy for all the capitalists in the world who care so much. Like if you put money back into the pockets of the working class, those are the people who stimulate the economy. Like the people showing up to Jack in the box are showing up on their lunch break. You feel me? Yeah. (laughs) So in the middle of the day, all those big ass lines, those are people on their lunch break dog. So like put money in their pocket, you know, they're going to go shop online. They're going to go. Yeah, I mean, like my mom is working from home. She works for the uh, for Palomar College, and she's been working from home this entire time. And she, like, it gets bored as shit here. You think she wouldn't want to like go, you know, like support somebody's Etsy if she could get like some stupid little craft or something? She absolutely would do it, but like, she has to, you know, support herself, and she's got to make sure that she like keeps her money like safe because she has no fucking clue like how long they're going to be shut down for is the school going to start to cut like she doesn't know nobody knows really i know some of the schools here have been open but i don't really i haven't checked into that because i'm obviously not in school right now but 
my roommate is having the same like he's working from home as well but he's like super he got super lucky because he got employed uh he got his put his company hired him at the end of last year and he was pretty much like just starting so he still kind of is new he's still on like a like a level one i guess i don't know how to like say that but he uh like he's doing he's doing stuff like from they gave him a computer to work for so basically he's doing like entry level stuff but he hasn't been fully trained if that makes any sense got it i mean it makes a little sense to put, considering i don't know what he does he works for the writers guild so he lucked out and he's he wants to be a writer so that's that he de- definitely worked out for him <laughs> for anybody who it, this is your first episode. We have a first episode, which is our intro episode, where you can learn about what Kent does and what I used to do. But just for like brief uh, history, I used to do warehousing. That's what I'm unemployed from at the moment. And Kent is like actor, producer, jack of all trades. I don't know. How do you <laughs> usually describe yourself? I just try not to stay bored, people. <laughs> <laughs> He just happens to be really good at it. I don't know. Okay. So. <laughs> Did you want to say anything? I know. Uh, I don't know if we talked about layoffs. I know people. I know people who have been laid off. And there's just different circumstances behind it. I mean, it's COVID. It's it's companies not being able to support their employees. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of stuff. Uh and I just I wanted to say, for me at least, that it it's very unfortunate, at least for the for the small businesses that just either have to shut down or just can't afford to pay their employees, or they have to cut hours. I know at the restaurant I'm working at, it's limited hours, so I'm only there a couple of days a week. And for other restaurants or for other companies, they have to cut their employees uh hourly or salary whatever in half so they're not making nearly as enough and some of them make enough to where they can still collect unemployment and some of them make just enough where they don't qualify so i think that that's very unfortunate yeah that's super important i mean i know obviously i have my own situation for unemployment in the pandemic i also have friends that have obviously been laid off in the instance in which a business just like needed to downsize because they were, you know, like less customers, less foot traffic, et cetera. So um, I, I know both sides and I honestly feel for both. Obviously I don't feel for my fucking company. Like they're just trash. They're based out of Texas, which is a right to work state. And they literally just fired me because they had a temper tantrum. Um, And that is what that is. But like, obviously, I've got a friend who absolutely adored the job that she used to be at and they adored her, but it just like bad timing. Pandemic happened. You know, I think she might have been one of the newer people or something like that. I've got another friend who's still working, been working the entire time, you know, so my and my brother's still working, been working the entire time on like on site, like they're going out and working. And then obviously, I know people who are working from home. Yeah. So, and I hope that 
when a lot of these big businesses or small businesses open or whatever, whatever is shut down, I hope that whenever they open that they offer their employees uh, a chance to come back because I know at the 24-hour fitness that I worked at, a lot, I want to say 50% of our, 60% of our team got screwed and they basically just laid people off and they found out via email and because what initially happened was we all got a leave of absence when the gym closed down the first time and then during the summer when it opened back up they only asked a handful of us to come back and the rest of them were just laid off like they said basically the email said in a nutshell that that they weren't coming back and they could come back but they would have to reapply so um yeah that is not like companies are not going to adhere to that we already had there was a um something that was passed I think toward the beginning of the pandemic or something like that in San Diego that said that any employees that had been laid off during the pandemic, um, you know, like, or any businesses that had performed layoffs during the pandemic were mandated to rehire in the like order of senior, like basically rehire your employees. Don't just hire the, the cheap labor, hire people based on who actually deserves to come back to work, you know, like who was let go based on like what they were actually good at or what have you. Do you know if that's nationwide? I have no idea. I, the only reason I even heard about it was because I saw an article about the San Diego, um, hotels, like the naughty, not the mom and pop hotels, like the resorts, um, were suing this, trying to sue the city of San Diego because of over this mandate, because they were like, we want to be able to hire people who are desperate and willing to like work for the minimum wage. <sighs> you know, they didn't want to hire back their like person or, or like, you know, front desk employee who had been there for three years. They wanted to hire like the brand new person or the person who was like, I will do it for base pay, <laughs> you know? Oh, wow. That's what they were. So they were like suing because they were like, we should have the right to hire whoever. And it was like, don't try to frame it like that, you pieces of shit. Sorry. (laughs) The last thing that I wanted to speak on was basically essential workers. I want to, first of all, thank essential workers. uh, And I'm basically thanking myself because I am part of the essential workers. But... (laughs) I just want to give a shout out to everybody who has gone to work during this pandemic and had to face dealing with customers or dealing with people. So if you do that, big ups to you and thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, And I know that a lot of companies didn't compensate them for putting their lives on the line. For instance, I will give a grocery store as an example. I actually know somebody who works at a grocery store and at the beginning of the pandemic, they did not give them raises, but a couple months in they did, but it was only like a dollar. And I know to some people that's a, you know, big difference, but 
I think that they should be given more given the circumstances because I know especially during the beginning of the pandemic going to the grocery store was like uh hell on earth chaos yeah, it, it was, was chaos. insane you had to wait in line for two hours just to go in the store with the 25 minimum max people in there. It was nuts. So yeah. I think that they should have been paid a higher wage, of course. But I know a lot. And it's the bigger companies that I'm lashing out at because they have the money. Smaller companies may not have the money and that there's nothing you can do about that. But Bigger companies should be compensating their employees that put their lives on the line. I know I, when I go to the restaurant every day, I'm putting my life on the line because I'm dealing with customers, dealing with people that I don't live with. I mean, I try to stay like six feet away, but sometimes you can't. So it's, I don't know, it's, you're, you're just putting yourself at risk because you're going out there and earning a living, but dealing with people. So it's I just I want to honor just take a second to honor that and I appreciate everything that essential workers do even though most of us feel you know kind of shitty because we're not we feel like we're not getting paid enough which is on my end is true I don't feel like I'm getting paid enough to put to go to work every day and put my life on the line but yeah i just basically for me i just wanted to say thank you no 100 percent, i agree with you i think that the essential worship workers should absolutely be thanked most of it i think is absolutely unnecessary and it's abhorrent that people are still you know under uh or living within a system where they need to go to work and put themselves undervaluated underappreciated I think that's absolutely wild. Like we should be living within a system in which people can stay home for two weeks. Like everybody can stay home for two weeks and can afford to and take care of themselves and, you know, do the proper stuff and then hopefully get things back together even a month. And then for for my job, I know over the holidays, there were a couple people that left for the holidays and when they got back they had to quarantine for two weeks on top of like their vacation so they didn't get paid for that they should have i think that the company should have paid them for that i mean we like uh our dealership our audi dealership in miramar across from the mcas miramar base just is still sending employees from san diego to la and back to san diego just for dealer trades just for like a just for like uh to make maybe a couple extra thousand dollars on a car. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, oh, if we get oh, I'll buy it if you get me this white one with the beige interior instead of the black interior. It's like, oh, well, that one's only in LA. Okay, well, I'll buy it if it's here. So they'll send somebody all the way up and like they'll just like, yeah, we're just like trading COVID at this point. Audi <laughs> in uh, Miramar, you uh, should consider yourselves exposed. <laughs> I already tweeted about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been laid off or lost your job and you think you've been owed something by your job, always ask. Ask your manager. Ask your HR. It doesn't hurt to ask. It may not be the answer that you're looking for, but it's always worth it to check. It's not right for companies to let go of people, but in this pandemic, employers may not have had a choice 
um, it's up to you to stick up for yourself. I mean, if you feel you were wrongly terminated, it's definitely your right to speak up. This goes for essential workers. It goes for everybody. I mean, look, if you don't want to expose your company, but you want somebody to, you can always reach out to me on Twitter at fuckthisoclock. I'm happy to go ahead and just blast your company for you anonymously. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I won't be anonymous about it, but like, don't worry, I got you. It's been a pleasure being able to talk about this. (laughs) I know that I've been wanting to for a while. Too many people are suffering because of this pandemic and it's just, it's not enough people getting the treatment that they deserve. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys have any questions for us, we would be happy to answer them for you. If, uh, or if you have any suggestions for us, you can email us at ninetrackmindshow at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Instagram at ninetrackmindshow and on Twitter at ntmshow. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Have a great week.